Hey everybody, welcome to the Cripes Cast. I'm your host, Charlie Barons. This is a podcast where we talk to people for and or from the Midwest, and we are brought to you by Jolly Good Soda. Here's this week's episode. Hey everybody, hope you're having a good week. Uh, very excited for uh, today's episode with Hansel Kennedy. Uh, he is the uh, barber for the Green Bay Packers, but he's got an absolutely amazing story. Grew up in the uh, projects on the south side of Chicago and um, uh, tough childhood, as he'll explain in the podcast, uh, but moved to Green Bay. Uh, eventually started his own barber shop, and now he is the barber for the Green Bay Packers. Um, it's a cool story he's got. And the nice thing is I, we actually did the story while I was sitting in uh, the barber chair. He did cut my hair. Yeah. And Colleen, how very, did he do? Very good. It, it needed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it looks great. Is it, Colleen's the one here. Colleen Maraca, for those of you uh, just listening to the uh, podcast, yeah. executive producer of the Cast. Uh, Colleen is the uh, usually the first one to say, hey, your hair, it's getting there. <laughs> Lovingly. I'm always like, when's the last time you get a haircut? Or when's the last time you showered? Anytime that it's... Okay. Uh, did you no, have for the to hair. bring the shower thing? Well, like, just because uh, like, when you have longer hair, it looks greasier. Yeah. Well, so, I don't often shampoo. Right. That's another factor for sure. But like, I always am like, hey, I, I kind of like... The natural know. oils do a lot, actually. Yeah, well, he was talking about in the podcast, like what you should and shouldn't do for your hair. And I think mm -hmm. all the things he said you shouldn't do are what you were doing at the time. Well, I'm not doing anything different. I just got my hair cut. What, what did he say? I don't use the pomade. You don't, do you still use that? Pomade? I don't use pomade. Okay. There was something that you were putting in your hair to like make it stay. And he was like, you don't want to do that. You want to do the cream. Oh, maybe, maybe I fibbed. Maybe I told him that there was stuff in my hair because I felt self-conscious. But you were just greasy. That crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ew. I did. That's Gross. funny. I'm uh, Hansel, I'm sorry for lying to you. He okay. gave you a lot of crap, which I wasn't at the shoot, so I'm glad someone did. Yeah. And it oh, what do you mean happen. you're glad somebody did? All you I needed to get all humbled. I, all I do is get humbled around these offices. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I liked how he was saying his first haircut was when he was 10, and then now he's giving you shit and cutting your hair and i loved it it was mm -hmm. really cool i really liked the episode yeah I, it's one of one of my favorite ones actually and hansel's such a great guy and uh you guys if you're looking to get your hair cut in green bay check him out handcambarber.com uh they've got a lot of great barbers there and uh you can also follow him at handcan uh barbershop is it handcan yep. barbershop i can never remember people's handles Japers, cripes, Charlie. Okay, so anyway. Also, I do want to, uh, just before we get to the podcast, I want to thank you all for coming out uh, to the shows in Burnsville. Colleen mm -hmm. Maraca was there. Mm -hmm. How did it feel, Colleen? You it got was, recognized. Yeah, I did get recognized by my very loud voice. And it was in front of my cousin, so I felt like a big deal. So mm -hmm. thank you to, I, can't, I don't think I got their name, but thank you for making me look cool. And then also, I think I told you this, um, that was where I took my prom pictures. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you old stopping grounds. No, no. So that was at the Ames Center. In Burnsville. In Burnsville, which is funny because we're playing Ames, Iowa next week. Yeah. Or this weekend. By the yeah. way, a few tickets for that if you're uh, interested. Um, is the heat on in the window open in this uh, room? Yeah. <laughs> The window might have been open at and night. And the door's open. You know, we're just pumping air out of this. <laughs> what? 
I'm not. Do you want to go? You can go close it if you want. No, I'm just gonna have a conniption like my okay. dad and scream about it and then not uh, fix the issue. But, but yeah, you did a great six shows. That um, was the first time I think they did that. Wait, no. Ames. Let's get back. Let's get back to your uh, prom picture. So, <laughs> okay. what, what's did you have your prom in the AIM Center? No, I don't know if they do this in Wisconsin, but you basically like get ready all day. The girls do, and then you go take pictures like somewhere else. And then the prom was downtown in this like really pretty thing in minneapolis okay oh, so like I we see. did prom so, pictures elsewhere yeah was the location not beautiful enough or what was it about like they do at the aim center they do have that nice little uh arboretum hey bill can you close that door on your way out pal thanks son <laughs> speaking of which it's bill Doucette. one of the people staying here right now well i know i got bill and josh staying at cripe's house right yeah now. and um the uh the, uh, wait, I do want to get. I I have such terrible ADD. That's okay. Um, the um. No, the place was beautiful. Grand March happened at our high school, though, not at the place. Like it just was. It's like a really pretty indoor ball area, but like the outside isn't. And I also, see. I had a class of five hundred and fifty people. Oh, you got a. You're getting everybody in one picture. No, no, no. That was my group. But it was like my date, myself, and my group. Oh, your group went over there. Our group went pictures. to pictures there. Oh, yeah. now I'm kind of remembering this. Grand you know, I, I'm, March was at I, the high school, and you I had specific groups that you had to go and like get announced and do your pose. Okay. Yeah. I'm so old. I forget how prom worked. Yeah. It was like what thirty. Don't even 30 go there, Colleen. Don't even go there. <laughs> See this. Did you go to prom? Yeah, I went. I played. It, my band played at prom. Actually. So did you go with a date? um yeah how'd you i went to a couple proms okay cool because nowadays it's all about like the big oh thank god i didn't have that garbage (laughs) jeez one other thing to worry about and then uh, you had to put put, gotta put it on instagram and stuff yeah (laughs) thank god there was an instagram when i was in high school what a pain in the ass these kids have to deal with back in my day we (laughs) only had to worry about yeah Um, anyway yeah so that's where we had pictures and i didn't realize it at the time because I, yeah, it just, I just didn't put two and two together. Well, I was too focused on other things. I feel like the more questions I ask about this story, the more confused I get, really. Did you have any other questions? No, I, I think I'm just realizing how out of touch with the... My prom date prom. is married now. Is he? Yeah. Well, how old are you? Almost 25, and he's he was a year younger. He's 24? He's yeah. married already? Yeah. Ah, good for him. Oh, speaking of marriage stuff, we had someone propose... At one of the shows in uh Derek in and Cheyenne. Derek and Cheyenne. Yeah. Best of luck to them. They've been dating four years. Yeah. They seem very happy together. They were excited to do it. And it was kind of a surprise for everyone, including myself. Yeah. Doing a little proposal on it was, stage. Thank goodness she said yeah. I know. That's always awkward, you know. Yeah. I've never had that happen at a show. I've had a couple proposals at shows. So far they've said yes. Okay. At least on stage. I feel like you can only do those public ones if you know for sure. Yeah, it is a sign seal delivered. You're getting married, mm-hmm. but oh, that would have been so funny, but sad if <laughs> off chance she said no. Funny, well, yeah, funny if this were a sitcom. If I, if yeah, I had if this to, were real life. If I were the, I mean, I feel bad for them. Right, I feel bad for the audience because then they'd be like, "Ooh, it's awkward," and then I'd feel bad for myself because now I got to make this awkward thing not awkward. Right. In a stage yeah. situation. Yeah. But, you know, that's life, folks. Anyways, <laughs> luckily we didn't have to do that. They said, yes, they're going to spend the rest of their lives 
living happily ever after. The end. Um, okay, so uh, do we have anything else we want to mention oh. before we get to this podcast? Yes, Colleen. Speaking of Ope. It's October. The last week of October, it ends on Halloween. So make sure you head over to mantuacminute.com and get, if you get $100 worth of Mantuac Minute merch and you add the blaze orange beanie to the cart, you get it for free. Nice. Nice. So, oh, and, yeah. and also we've got these new Ope Brandy Old Fashioned glasses. Like low ball glasses, low right? Low ball glasses. Yeah. And they're all made in the USA, printed in Wisconsin. Keeping it local. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a tad bit more expensive, but that's why we're trying to do these these freebies. It's worth the investment. Worth the investment. U.S. workers, lower carbon footprint. Good, Charlie, you hippie. Let's keep her moving. All right, let's keep her moving. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here is my conversation with Hansel Kennedy. My first question. When people come in to get their hair cut... What do they, uh, and they, do they show you someone else? They're like, I want the hair to look like this person. Or do they find a picture of themselves off like Instagram? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is when I think I look my best. What do most people do? Well, I get a lot, I don't know, a lot, a lot of options on that one. So you have people that come in that, you know, show me uh, different photos of like different people. Like just to try to like give me like, inspiration for it. Otherwise I just do my own thing. Oh really? Yeah. So you don't even ask? Or you don't. Most of the, most of the time, most I time don't. you just do your own thing. Yeah, I just do my own thing. Nice. I mean, Have you ever done your own thing and then they were like, "Uh oh." One time, it was like back in 2016. Oh, you remember the year? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Who was it? I don't, I don't know. The guy never came back. But. Oh really? What did he say afterwards? <laughs> he was like, "This was not the look I was going for." I'm like, "Well, you didn't give me no direction on it, so I don't know what to tell you, man." <laughs> wow. So if they don't ask, it's just you're you're doing your thing. Yep. All right, what do you think I should do? Woo. <laughs> I mean, this hair is it's a little rough, I'm going to be honest with you. And I've kind of gone the, um, I did actually shampoo it recently. You did? Uh, for, well, not too, re- I put, a, I went light shampoo. Because if I do shampoo in it, it like gets all weird. You know, I all tend right. to go with that natural um, pomade, um, which would just be... Uh, Grace, you? No. Uh, <laughs> Please, no. We are not doing Aaron Rodgers' haircut. <laughs> did, you, did you do that one? No. No. Uh, where did, Were uh, you, what did you think when you saw that? I thought it was all right. Yeah, you thought it was good? Yeah. Did, did he come in here at all? No, no. no. Um, that's all over at the facility. So. Oh, got it. Yeah. Got it. Sometimes when I get the players over here, it's, uh, it's uh, if I can't get them in over there, so. Oh, got you. Yeah. Okay, nice. Nice. Um. So, oh yeah, back to the shampooing situation. Um, I, I haven't really done it too much, so it kind of just looks like this. But I did do a light shampoo, to, so it wasn't gross. Should I touch you. it? You can touch oh, it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you? Does it look gross? <laughs> no. Let's start with that. Does it look gross? Nah. No. No. Kinda. No. Okay. Okay. In a way. In a way. Really. <laughs> Yeah, you can be honest about that. All right. All right. It look kind of greasy, but yeah, we're we're. Uh... All right, we'll roll with that. <laughs> you know, I could be. I it, it is. I'm a little unkempt. Okay, but that's why I'm here. I'm making making baby steps. Yeah, because I, I noticed you always have like some wild hair going on there. So I do have some wild hair going on. Yeah. I I also have this mole right here. Okay, that, that's what I'm searching for. Oh yeah, yeah, that right there. It's okay. a yeah, sensitive area. You want to know some? You are the first barber I've ever told that to. 
I usually just deal with the pain. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Well, thanks for telling me that. That's my, that's my um, Midwest nice to the point of fault. You know, I just get a, a mole combed over and it hurts. Like, do it ever bleed when they cut? I don't know. I've never looked at it because it's below the hairline, you know? Plus, you can't see behind your head either. I can't see behind my head. No, I'm not that skilled yet. (laughs) I'm not an owl. Although, even owls can't see the back of their head. They they can just turn around. They can turn around, yeah. But they they can see everything except the back of their head. Huh. Yeah. That would be kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah. Uh, so what are you looking for right now? When I'm just you... making sure you don't have any other moles. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so is that the first thing you kind of do is do the mole check? It's, well, then just like a scalp and skin analysis. Yeah. So I can make sure like you don't have any like lice or anything. Oh, there. really? So, yeah. Can you spot that? Those are pretty yeah. small. Yeah. So if you had lice, I would just kick you out of here. Really? Yeah. Have no. you ever had someone walk no. in with lice before? No. no? Uh-uh. I'm so glad I'm not your first one. Oh, I got that in, in grade school once and then uh, I had to get a buzz cut yeah I was all buzz cuts from there on out in my life because that was the only one my dad could could do because you, that- you know <laughs> so he just buzzed it buzzed everyone okay yeah is that the reason why you grow your hair out now or do you no. not like my hair grown out no <laughs> no, it does. It does look kind of bad, doesn't it? It's a part of your look, you know. So I don't want to go too far away. This from is my it. look. Yeah. You said nothing positive about my look yet. Unkempt, greasy, and long. I mean, I'm waiting for some compliments here. Something I got. Nothing. I will make it look nice. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna trust you. I'm gonna oh, trust man. you to do your thing. And I'm assuming you usually go this way with it, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is about where it's at. Yeah. Right. You're like an anthropologist with the comb right now. You can see, like, what's been. When do you think my last haircut was? Um, it looks like about three to four months ago. Um, that's. I actually don't remember when it was, but uh, <laughs> but but that seems pretty accurate, you know. At oh, first, man. at first snuff, that seems pretty accurate. Well, you know, everybody hair grows different, so yeah, um, like, yeah. I gotta cut my hair like once a week. Emily, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear nothing. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. What? Wait, what did she? What? I don't have hair to grow. Oh, it, <laughs> it, I'm a bald barber. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, well, you make up for it uh, with the face, the yeah. facial hair. That's yeah. a very nice beard. Well, thanks. I did it just for you. Did you? Yeah. No. I, I well, I almost <laughs> shampooed just for you, so we're on the same page here. You got a, no, you don't have a double colic back here. You yeah. have a lot of problems with this area. Huh? I. Uh, with the back? Yeah. I don't know. I never look at it. Oh, okay. I do wear hats often. All right. <laughs> because I don't know what to do there. Yeah, what are, what are you seeing here? Do, first of all, uh, do you think I'm going to go bald? No. Okay. No. Not that there's anything wrong with no. that. No. Because uh, you, uh, you know, bald. I, I would say let's do an updated version of what you have right now. Okay. So, like I said, I, I don't want to take away from your look because everybody know you as the crazy, funny comedian guy. So I don't want to take away from that. So okay, pretty much what I'm gonna do is just uh, just taper here, back here. Um, take about see how many dead ends you have. It'll take about two inches off the top. Okay, and blend that all up in there. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Yeah. What'd you call them? Dead ends? Yeah. Are those like dead ends, split ends? Split ends. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know what uh, Wisconsin people call them. Well, I, I don't, I barely know what to, when I got my last haircut. So I'm, it doesn't matter what anybody calls them. I am not in the terminology, but I'm here to learn. So I'm excited about that. All right. All right. Cool. Oh, wait a minute. What the? What's going on here? What's going on where? Right here. <laughs> I'm curious. I was worrying about that too. What it's is like, going on there? Did you go to like a, a fire or something? Or, uh, I don't know. What? 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 Tell me what you're seeing. It it's got like a little. You're by a bonfire. Really? And you they got too sense? close. Yeah. Are you serious? That's what it looks like. No. You got long hair here, and you have this. Like what? What is that? I don't. I. Do you think I uh, know did, again? I mean, did, I did you try to cut your own hair? Maybe accidentally once. Okay, That's but I don't think it. I don't think I actually cut my hair. I was doing a bit with a, a thing. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yep. Uh, so clippers, that's yeah. possible. Huh. But yeah. So anyway. Well, let's. Or let's... maybe I did go to a bonfire too. <laughs> it's been doing some weird things up front more recently, but I'm glad to hear there's no hair loss. No, it's no hair loss. It's just you just lost about a. Uh, three inches right there. So. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah, it is Maybe it the is. last person who cut it screwed up. It probably did. Yeah. I'm mm. glad that that was the probable choice that the last person who cut my hair screwed up, but you went right for did you get too close to a bonfire? Yeah. Good... I had a lot of guys that had that happen to them. Really? So, yeah. Uh, you've seen it all. So now what I'm going to do with the top is I'm going to match everything up to that way. Okay. You know, because oh, I, don't, nice. I don't want to look weird. Okay. Style it. Yeah, you it. definitely fried something there. But, wow. Yeah. So there. Thank you. So that's about like a not even a half inch difference from what I just told you. So. Okay. All right. Since you got long hair, I like to stop uh, start on the top. Nice. Uh, and just work my way down. Now, as a um, as a barber, do you prefer when the customer looks in the mirror while you're cutting, or are you one of those that turns them away from the mirror? I turn them away. You turn them away because you want don't them like looking to, at me. Well, you can turn you can turn me away. You want to turn me well, away? I guess you've been looking at me this whole time. I so. have. Yeah, we're all, we're already here, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I figured. Um, but is that why uh, they do that? I noticed that some some do that, some don't. Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't really mind. I'm like I'm more in the zone. Oh, you are? The whole time, so. Is me going to be talking to you throughout this whole thing going to pull you out of the zone? Nah. Yeah. Okay. It's more because I got to, like, keep up with all my other clients. So I try to, like, keep conversation light. Got it. And just keep it moving. Okay. That's good. That's good I fall behind and I mess up. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't want to do that. Got you. Got you. But luckily, um, you're my only one right now. So nice. We can, can, can chit chat. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so who was the first person's hair you cut? First person's hair? My brother's. Your brother? Yep. And my mom kicked my ass. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yep. kicked No, my mom. Your mom kicked yeah, your ass? Yeah, she kicked my ass. Oh, was oh, this yeah. a, how old were you? 10. 10? Yep. And this is uh, Chicago, right? Yep, Chicago. Yeah. Um, so 10 years old, you're cutting your brother's hair. Was this out of passion or out of being mischievous? This was, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of both. A little bit of both? Well, What'd so you, it yeah. started off because like my mom used to like cut our hair, but then like she just got like so busy with work um, that she couldn't cut our hair anymore. So I was uh -huh. like, you know what, we need a haircut. So I was like, all right, Rodney, come over. My little brother's name is Rodney. Uh -huh. I said, Rodney, come over here. Let me uh, let me try this uh, ball fade on you. <laughs> I put the bowl on and said, hey, around that time, you, know, you, just, you put the bowl, the bowl on. And, yeah, and then try to fade it after that. Yeah. I thought it looked nice. And then my mom came home. She was like, <laughs> who did this? And I was like, uh, it was it was me. She was like, bring your, bring your little ass here. You know? So you, uh, you grew up in Chicago. 
And then, yeah. uh, did you grow up a Bears fan? That's no. Okay, cool. I, just, on, I had to. I had to ask. Dude, the Bears I suck. <laughs> I, I I totally agree with you. I just we had to just get that out of the way. Nope. Had to get that out of the way. I actually didn't really grow up watching football. You didn't. What did no. you grow up doing? Uh, <laughs> a lot. Everything other than that. I don't know. I guess I like baseball back when I was a kid. Baseball, but that's not what you're just laughing at when I said what you grew up doing. What's the mischievous stuff you grew up doing? Oh, Lord. Well, considering my past uh, was over, what, almost 15 years ago now, um, I did things under the sun that I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. You know? um, like uh, what? Like um, uh, selling marijuana. Anyway. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. At, how, how old were you when you're doing that? Uh, I mean, we started young, you know, in Chicago, you know, uh, gangs, like they, they start you young, so. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So you were, was that around 10? I'm sorry? How old were you when you were doing it? Well, see, I started, oh, it was, uh, I think I was like 13, 14. 13, 14. Yeah. You know, didn't know any better. Yeah. You know, just following up behind people I wasn't supposed to follow up behind, and. You know, things just led to where it led. Yeah. And that was, uh, that, so that was, was your brother doing that too? Oh, no, 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 no. That was just you. Yeah. I try to, I try to be the, the role model and like not, not let him see stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't know. At some point in his life, he, he caught on to what I was doing, so. Did he tell on you? <laughs> Actually, yeah, he did. Did he? <laughs> yeah. It was the weirdest thing. So, like, he told me about it. And then, um, like, I just, like, a couple years later, um, I, got, I, never, I, I never got into, like, smoking, like, cannabis, anything like okay. that. And he did. So he, like, peer pressured me into doing it and then told my mom that I'm the one that gave it to him. Oh, really? <laughs> so, so you were just selling it at that point? Yeah, yeah. And then you weren't smoking it, and then he got you into smoking it. Yeah. And then he told on he you and read you out for selling it, too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's smart man, I guess. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna get caught, that's probably the way to do it. That's my brother, and I still love him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so was that because didn't you then move to Green Bay at, at some point? Yeah, I moved and, to Green Bay around that time. So oh, was, was that it? Was your later. mom found out you were selling pot and then? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I moved to Green, to Green Bay. Bay because um, oh. I got jumped in the front of my yard. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, they put me in a slight coma. But are you serious? Yeah. How long were you in the coma for? I don't know. I was in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> no one else was keeping track either. <laughs> uh -uh. Yeah, I like got home from school one day and like like I said, like around that time, um, it was like gang initiation time and uh, my mom didn't want to be, uh, she, she didn't want me to be a part of like stuff like that. So um, she just kept telling the guys around the neighborhood like, hey, stop trying to recruit my son. And uh -huh. you know, they didn't like that. So they ended up, it was like, four or five guys that like ran up on me and just jumped me and oh jeez yeah somebody like hit me in my head with a with a with a pedal bike and oh my that was God. all i remember oh. wow what what do you remember waking up from it i remember just waking up on the couch and that was it and then my mom was like that's it we're moving we're not telling no one where we're moving. I was like, all right, where are we going? She was like, Wisconsin. I'm like, what the hell is Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, where are we going in Wisconsin? And she just said we were moving here with some with some family, and that was uh -huh. all I knew. Wow. 
So how did how do you feel about leaving uh, for Wisconsin? Uh, I mean, I didn't mind. You know, I just felt like it was just a new start for all of us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was all right. Did you? Uh, I mean, I know it, it sounds awful with with the coma, obviously, and the. the but did you have friends that uh, you left behind that you didn't want to leave behind, or were you just over it altogether? Um, I did have a friend, um, and I, I, I still try to look for the guy, like, right now today. Um, Anthony Safford. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, still remember his name. And you haven't found him, huh? Still haven't found him. He's not on the Facebook, huh? Nothing. I always try to look him up every single year. I can't find him. He was your best friend growing up? Oh, yeah. And did it, was it the thing where like you guys left didn't tell anyone? You didn't tell him you were leaving either. Yeah, and oh, my mom wasn't allowed to tell anybody. So yeah, that's tough. Yeah, but you know, I got over it once yeah. I got here. What was it like uh, moving here? A culture shock. Yeah. <laughs> what was the most shocking thing? Uh, excuse my language, but, uh, you know, seeing a, a lot of Caucasians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's not a bad word, you know. Okay. Yeah, no, there are a lot of white people here, that's for sure. Well, you can say that, I just can't. Well, no. yeah, no, you, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, we're, we do some weird stuff, too. You know? that's, that's, that's true. I didn't say it, you did, but I'm just going to agree with you. Was there, <laughs> was, was there like, uh, was it, was there a lot of racism and stuff like that? Yeah, it was. You know, around the time, like, it's it's not anymore as far as what I can see. But, like, mm -hmm. when I first moved here, yeah, it was definitely a lot of racism there. Yeah. It was, it was different. Was it was it really directed at, at you, or was it? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember just one day I was uh, walking home from school, and I guess it was a robbery at, uh, what was it? Uh, what is that place? Uh, Family Dollar. It's like on Walnut here in Green Bay. Uh-huh. And they said it was African-American that, that robbed, you know, the store. And they pretty much, like, pulled over or stopped any kind of African-American that was in the area. So I had my backpack on. And I was, like, walking to my mom's house. And, like, this police this police officer just pulled up. And she was like, uh, hey, you, come here. I'm like, for what? Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, you matched the description of a robbery that just happened down the street. And I'm like, lady, I just came from school. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a kid. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm not robbing stores right now. Yeah. And she was like, well, you still got to come over here and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, whatever. <clears throat> End up going over. She was like, well, I just want to make sure your story matches up. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, just call up to the school, and then they'll confirm that you know that I was that I just left from school. So at that time, like I had like a, a prepaid cell phone, or like a fish. Yeah. Like, so I ended up calling my mom. I was like, hey, uh, the the police is messing with me, and she was like, all right, yeah, I come over and all that stuff. So she came over, and she's like, why are you uh, harassing my son? And he was like, well, you know, he matched this description of this guy to just you know robbed the store down the street. He was like, "Lady, that's a that's a, he's a kid. Like, like, what, what do you mean?" And she was like, "You know, you don't supposed to be talking to him, you know, without a grown up or you know, a lawyer, you know, present." So, and my mom was like really good with like the law and stuff. So, you know, she got me up out of all that right away. So, so that was that was the end of it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awful. What, what? I mean, how do you feel kind of coming back with that with your mom? Like I'm sorry? coming back home that day with your mom. How, like, did, did I mean? It was just like another typical day for me, you know, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just being raised around that that kind of stuff, you know, it was just like it just it was just normal. Like I didn't really, you know, like take offense of it or anything like that. So it was just another day. I just went on about my day and 
you know, I called up a few buddies that was uh, that I was friends with around the time, and that was it. But my mom, she was the one that was more furious about it. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's awful. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's all old news now. Yeah. Well, so that at this point you're uh, what you're like 14, 15 years old, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. And that, did uh, did did eventually you sort of feel like you found like a friend group here and everything, and things simmered down, or was it always <laughs> kind of? Uh, uh, problematic here. Oh no, it was definitely prom uh, problematic around that time. Because um, again, like I said, like that was just one situation. Like I've been in multiple situations uh, just like that, and uh, it was, like I said, it was just a lot of stuff that was out of our control around that time. So, mm -hmm. but I feel like that the Green Bay uh, Police Department, like they they did a really good job with uh, recognizing who were you know like the bad cops in town, and you know they got rid of them. So. And uh, after that, you know, uh, things just started like uh, settling down. Was that so? So was was it a gradual thing? You're saying after this incident, or just over time? It, in over Green time. Bay, it got better. Yeah, just over time. Um, did you? Uh, how about your friends at school and everything? Where was that any better of a situation? Or? Um, I guess it depends on what school. So. <laughs> Which school were you going to? So I, I, I almost went to all the schools at Green Bay. Um, but I, I will say that uh, when I first went to Bayport, um, I got into a fight the first day. <laughs> a fight with uh, uh, some redneck guy uh, around the time. What caused the fight? <laughs> All right, well, excuse my language again. Uh, yeah. So, went to lunch and um, like I, I was just eating my food or whatever, and I and I got done with it and. I started to, you know, head over to a to a garbage can, and this guy like stood up. He was like, "Hey, uh, excuse, excuse my language." He was like, "Hey, nigga, you can't be putting your your trash up in my trash can." I was like, "What did you just call me?" He like, I was, I was like, like I was just like surprised. I was like, "What the what the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was like, "Yeah, you heard me, nigga. You can't you can't put your your trash in my trash can." I was like, "Like, don't don't call me that." I was like, "I ain't do nothing to you." I was like, "I'm just gonna walk away from this." So he was like. You know, we're gonna fight right now unless you take that uh, trash out of, out of the trash can. I'm like, shit, have it your way. So yeah. as I'm walking up to him, like the whole freaking table, like stood up. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to get my ass. Oh whipped. my god, dude. <laughs> like, well, yeah. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm about to get my ass whipped. So I threw the first punch. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Did you get your? Ass I got whipped? my ass whipped. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they they gave it to me that Jeez. day. Yeah. So well, it was a, at least twelve of them that day. And. Yeah, and sorry to hear that. It is what it is. But yeah, but since I since I threw the first punch, um, I got suspended. Oh, and he nothing for nothing. him. He went he went right right back to school the next day. And you told him what he said and yeah, everything. They didn't believe me. Mm. You gotta be kidding me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately, those stories are all too familiar. Did it? Um, did it at what? Did you go to another school after that? You said there were a few schools. Uh, that was uh, the last high school I went to. Uh, the other ones, it was just I went there just like temporarily because um, like we moved around a lot when I was younger, and Bayport was just the the place that I uh, went to last. Like I went over to West uh, for like a week, not even. <laughs> yeah. 
Southwest was supposed to be like my original uh, high school that I was supposed to go to because I went over to, um, what's that, uh, middle school, uh, uh, Lombardi. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So from Lombardi, go to Southwest. And then um, from Franklin, like I, I went to Franklin as well because uh, I got into a fight my last year of uh, middle school. <laughs> Sim similar kind of situation? Or? No, it was a guy that um, around the time that I just, we just didn't like each other. And mm -hmm. um, it was just one day uh, we were uh, in lunchroom and he like somehow took my, my backpack and then threw it in the garbage and then, you know, made fun of me about it. Mm -hmm. So the whole day he was like trying to like, you know, like avoid me, you know, so that I can you know, confront him about it. Yeah. And I finally found him at the end of, uh, at, the, at the end of school and I, I just beat him up. Yeah. So that was my, my last year over at Lombardi. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So did it, um, was it kind of that way all the way through high school, or did it mellow <laughs> yeah. out toward the end at all? No, I was always into fights. Yeah, uh, yeah. And did you go to college right after high school? Nope, went to prison. You went to prison? Mm-hmm. What did you go to prison for? Uh, part of a crime of, uh, let's see. I'm going to say someone I know uh, uh, went into a liquor store and, you know, I got a part to a crime to it, so got that's what it is. Got it. And how long were you there for? Um, a year and two months. So you get out, is that when you uh, start cutting hair, or what do so, you do when you get out? So obviously, like, I've been cutting hair since I was 10, so when yeah. I was <laughs> when I was in you, there, I was actually one of the barbers in, in the prison, so. No kidding. Yeah. So, so wait, I, I guess all this time you, you're cutting hair. Yep. So after you got your first whoop for cutting hair the first time, was your mom? Did your mom take another look at the haircut and be like, "Actually, that wasn't so bad." Yep, yep. That's really? Exactly what she did? Wow. Yeah, I still got the original clippers that she uh, that she bought. No me. kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're hanging up over in the shampoo area right now. Oh really? Yeah. I'll have to check that out after. Yeah. Um. So you cutting hair and you you cut hair in prison as well? You said. Yep. yep. And then. When you got out of prison, was did you start working at a shop? No, I worked at uh, every temp agency you can think of. Oh yeah, doing <laughs> yeah. what? What's what's the worst Just temp job you had? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, like when when it's a temp job, you just pretty much do like the the work no one else want to do. So yeah, yeah so call centers them. and stuff. Or? No, no, that was that was a nice job. Uh, I had to like either you know do like truckloads overnight, or um, I had to make pizza crust at a place. Um, I painted like army vehicles. Oh, in Oshkosh? Yeah, over in Oshkosh, yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I said, just a lot of odds and ends jobs. And I'd say like my first legit like W-2 job that somebody like hired me on because it was it was hard to get a job like when I got out of prison. You know, I, I put in at least, you know, uh, close to 100 applications throughout Green Bay and nobody called me back. Because of your record? Because of my record, yeah. Oh. So it was just one free day. I'm in the gas station trying to pay for my gas, and the person that was uh, supposed to check me out was like cursing out the the owner of the, of the building. So he just fired him like right on the spot. And he just looked at me. He was like, "Hey, you want a job?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Really? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I got the job at this gas station over on the on the east side on um, uh, University of Humboldt. Hey, right place, right time. Yeah. 
Oh, hell yeah, I'll, I'll take the job. Wait, so you weren't even in there applying? You no. were just in there buying yeah. stuff? Yeah, I was just trying to buy my gas. And <laughs> yeah, that's how I got my, my, my first W-2 job. Wow. <laughs> yeah, as an adult. How how did uh how did that feel um that being your first um your W first W two job? Well, I how do I put this? So if I can paint a perfect uh, a perfect picture, mm -hmm. um when you try to apply for like so many places and every every place like shuts you down, then you know you shut down. You know, so like yeah. when I got that job, I was like, man, like I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. Yeah, you know, even though it's just a gas station job. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, because you had you had one mistake that got you, you know, into prison, and then that's it's not just you're not just doing the prison sentence; you're doing the the lack of a secure job sentence for until you get a break like that. Really. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. How long do you work at the? Um, gas station for So it was weird. So I worked at the gas station for about two years. So the 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 second year in of working there, that was when I decided I wanted to go to a beauty school, you know, to get my license for cutting two, hair. Two years of a gas station all yeah. 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 So you you it took two years for you to decide that that was what you that I wanted to do. Wanted yeah. to do. Because I was I was still cutting hair around that time. Like I was like, you know, working at the gas station, then like if guys come in like, hey, I cut hair, so like hit me up if you wanna oh, you were just cut. free. I just promoting myself at the gas station. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> hey, endless uh customer you you see a guy like me uh walk in ever and be like All I'm the not, time. Yeah. They're always pretty much drunk though. So yeah, yeah, well that's that's yeah. nice. I'm glad you're cleaning me up so I look uh, a little less drunk. That's good. But you you just kind of see people get clients that way. Was that like sustainable though? Did, did you feel like you could build a business off that? Or did you feel oh, like yeah, you I definitely to... did. And then, but you decided to go to school. What was that? Because you just wanted to like really invest in your craft or you felt like you needed that to get to a different level? Yeah, I just wanted to, well, I felt that around that time, like it was just a place that, uh, that I needed to go to to get my license. You know, we all have to get a license to, you know, be a barber. Oh, right, or, or right. Or a hairstylist or whatever. Sure. So I knew I needed to go to school for that. But like I said, like I, I knew I wanted more for myself. So I figured like, why not just take the chance and just go to school? Yeah. So that's what I did. So I talked to the owner of the, of the place and I had told him, I was like, hey, like, I don't really know if I can, you know, really he like work here and go to school at the same time. And uh, he actually like worked out my schedule that I can still go to school and work there as I as I you know went to school. So it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Which gas station was that, by the way? Um, what was it? It was called Pit Rochelle, but I believe they sold it since then. So. Okay. Yeah, Tom Matuzak was the owner of it. Got it, got it. I remember everybody named that, you know, helped me along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool that you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to beauty school, does that sort of feel like it's a it's a turning point for you? Like, where, or were you already on your way? Did you feel? Dude, beauty school is a shit show. Is it? <laughs> yeah. What's that like? Oh man, it's like going to high school again. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, as, uh, high school for you wasn't that great. So was it? Yeah. Was it not great? No, again? it wasn't. It wasn't great. Like it was just a place to go to to get my license. Really? Actually, when I was there, um, I had to help with some of the haircutting classes there because I knew what I was doing. Oh, know, really? At that time, yeah. 
Um, so it, it was it was basically just like you already had the the skills you needed, mm -hmm. and it was just a means to an end yeah. at that point. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I'm not going to say I didn't learn anything there because, um, like by trade, I'm a I'm a cosmetologist by trade, not just a barber. So oh, wow. I did learn how to do everything else as far as like hair coloring, women's hair, nails, makeup, uh, pedicures, you know, uh, the light facials and massages, you know, so I learned a lot of that. I wow. thought it was weird at the at the time. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just a guy that just want to go to school just to be a barber and I'm over here doing fucking nails. So right. I'm like, hold on now. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that probably helps uh, when it comes to dating, though, and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Did it? It did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, so I could do your nails. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, but my, my teacher around that time, uh, she's like my, my favorite teacher. Uh, uh, she had told me, she was like, you know, you, you don't see it now, but you're going to need, you know, this degree later on in life you like don't think of it just being just a barber right now but just think of long term mm -hmm. yeah that's how i'm like lady you fucking crazy you know like i'm never doing that yeah <laughs> but right now today like i can legally open up you know salons versus just uh, straight barbershops because i have the license to do it so yeah yeah do you ever think about doing that uh no uh, <laughs> <laughs> like i wouldn't mind opening the the places uh, uh but i would i would never work at them so, yeah right uh, right it's not my thing anymore <laughs> when uh how, when you get out of school are you able to immediately jump in and start running your own deal or so, what happened then present day yes you can uh back then you couldn't do that so okay. back then you had to work uh i think it was like four thousand hours or something like that oh wow and then you can be able to get your your license to open up your own establishment so um a few years ago they, they changed that around okay i thought that was like the worst mistake that they could do in our industry because i, I really feel like that um, kids that's getting out of school nowadays you know like their heads is just like this big and just think that they know everything yeah oh uh, man it's you, you just see a lot of places opening and closing you know like fast gotcha because what what people in our industry don't don't, don't realize is that Yes, you can be really good at what you do. Right. But if you don't know the business side of it, uh, I know. That's what gets you. That'll get you Uncle so Sam. bad. Uncle Sam loves yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Because uh, you get a lot of cash, too. And then, um, are you saying that, like, like uh, that they'll get you for audits and that oh, kind yeah. of thing? Definitely. Yeah. You know, um, because, like, the, with, with those with those kind of barbers, like, what they do is, like, they, they, they flaunt everything that they have, you know, on social media, like that gets them all the time. So like, oh, social media wow. gets them all the time. So like they, they flaunt everything they have, but it's like, okay, if Uncle Sam can see you flaunting everything you have and then he shows on paper that you only made a, a couple thousand a year. Right. How could you afford that nice car? How could you afford yeah. this house? Like all that kind of stuff. So anyway, yeah. so I just really feel like that they should, you know, uh, implement that and, uh, and put that back into our laws that, you know, you got to work. I ain't gonna say like four thousand hours, but two thousand. I think that'd be like uh, more than fair. Yeah, so, oh. take some time to master the craft and also think about the business plan. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, when were you able to go into business for yourself? Uh, two thousand sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. And so, this was after how many years of working for somebody else? So I worked for somebody else. Uh, what was that? 
I think 2013, I started working for somebody else. Okay, where was that at? Uh, it was, uh, the main salon, it's on Main Street. Yeah. Uh, here in Green Bay, so I worked there for a while, and um, I like my, like, I, I enjoy my experience over there, uh, but I, I knew, you know, for the longest that I've always wanted to work for myself, so um, I always had the plans, and like, I knew how much I needed, you know, just to, you know, do what I had to do to open up my first location, mm -hmm. so. <clears throat> so throughout the years, I just put, put put money to the side, and once I had enough, you know, I found my first location and uh, built the whole thing out myself and opened it up. That's incredible. <clears throat> yeah. And you you were telling me before about your house. You you like doing that kind of stuff well, I too. I love like so. Building stuff is I, I tell people like building stuff is my first passion. Barbering is my second. Um, like I love creating things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like yeah, you get the instant gratification like when you when you cut hair, but it grows back. But like when I'm doing like a a, a, a build out of a house, Nike. When I'm doing a build out of a house or anything that I'm doing, I can see it every single day. You know? Yeah. Like, right. I did that. Right. Know? Right. Like she so, do it all the like. Um, like the drywall, the carpentry. I do, I do everything. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And when did you start doing that sort of thing? Uh, when I worked for my uncle for three years. So that was like one of those odd ends. Oh, that was one of the temp jobs? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. It was just my uncle just being my uncle. Yeah, right, right. You know, pay you under the table kind of a work. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Got, yeah, and you found that you enjoyed that too. and. Oh yeah, and now he had me doing all the grunt work. Like, Did he? Yeah, I hated that's that, hard. man. Yeah, I was like, I come know. on, man, like, why I gotta do this today? He was yeah. like, oh, you go, you go, uh, uh, you go, you go, appreciate this later. And yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever, something wrong with you, man. But yeah, but now I understand it now because all that stuff that he taught me, that was all the grunt work. Like, man, that was that's nothing now. Like, I I, I appreciate everything that he did for me around that time. It's the so, process. Yeah. yeah. And is, is that what? So every tell you is you got to do X, Y, and Z before you can do the fun stuff. Exactly. You know, you need to learn these little bitty things in order to do, you know, these big projects. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciate all that. And how long did it take you to build up your own place? Uh, the first one? Yeah. One month. One month. You, yeah. You literally built it by hand, huh? Yeah. Like I, it was a, obviously it was a, 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 a existing building. Oh, of course. Then, I didn't, I didn't yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I didn't think you were pouring foundation oh, or no. anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a existing business and um, I went in and I gutted it out and just redid it all. Wow. Yeah. And did business take off for you right away? That's the weird thing. It did. Did it really? Yeah. Cause like, I, I was, so I had I had a client that came in. Uh, uh, like my, it was like the first week I, uh, I opened up, and the client came in. It's like still one of my. Uh, he's actually one of my really good friends now. Yeah. But uh, he came in. He was like, "Wait a minute, am I in the right place?" And I was like, "Well, this is a barbershop. I mean, do you want a haircut?" And he was like. Oh, I thought I can buy sex toys in here. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you, you talking buy about? The, up the old lion's den? Yeah. So I'm like, what, why, why would you think that? He was like, oh, I seen the razors on the window. He'd be like, now it makes sense because oh. now you're a barber. I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell razors got to do with sex toys. But I was like, all right, man. It's like, no, nah, there's none of that going on over here. So uh -huh. Anyway, ever since that day, like I said, we've been we've been really good friends. And so, so you cut his hair. He comes yeah. in for a sex toy. Yeah. You cut his hair. He still, yeah, he still. He, no. <laughs> He still come in about like once a month, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, he he's a uh, uh, he he's a old, uh, business 
um, he sold his business and, you know, he just retired and just doing all kinds of, you know, stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's been like one of my mentors uh, throughout these years. So, oh, wow. Yeah. And so he kind of, did he help you walk through? Like you cut his hair and you told him when you just started it and he, he sort of helped you uh, just staying in touch over the years, that oh, yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, him and uh, like I said, a, a few other, you know, guys, you know, throughout the years, like they, you know, helped mentor me to get me to where I'm at now, so. And how did the Packers come into play then? <laughs> oh, my Lord, that's a, that's a story. So, yeah. all right, so one day, um, uh, what was that? It was one day we we had a, a tornado. Uh, we didn't have a tornado, so the the, the tornado sirens went off. Oh, they had a watch, or yeah. was it a warning? It was a tornado warning, but it was almost promising that we were going to have a tornado okay. that day. So, yeah. um, a guy named Kyle Murphy used to play for the oh, Packers. Yeah. 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 yeah, Murph, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah. actually, I missed that guy. But um, yeah, so Kyle Murphy, uh, he was in for an appointment, but he was uh, booked with one of my other barbers around the time. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And sorry, and um. He I came in, he was like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm here for my haircut. And I'm like, yeah, dude, we about to close down. Uh, it's, it's a tornado about to come. Um, I'm not, you know, staying here. He was like, but I'm Kyle Murphy. I'm like, I don't care who you are. I'm going home. <laughs> You're not about to cut his hair <laughs> you know? and eyes. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not about to, I'm not about to die over here. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, so I end up, uh, I was like, hey, here go my email or whatever. Here go my number. You know, you just uh, call. You know, once this stuff all blow over, you know, just, you know, try to get a, uh, get a contact with me. Yeah. And um, obviously we didn't have a, a tornado that day. And um, he ended up emailing me, hey, this is a Calmer from the Green Bay Packers. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, you still trying to get in? I'm like right down the street. Because at the time I uh, lived down the street from my first uh, my first location. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll get you in. Uh, I'll, I'll just meet you over there in like 20 minutes. He's like, all right, cool. I'm leaving the facility right now. I'm like, what's that? Uh, the Packers stay. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, cool. You know. <laughs> so that's when you found out that did you didn't know right away that he was a Packer? No. Oh. Okay. Nope. Didn't would you know. would you have still uh, kicked him out for the tornado? Yep. Had to, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. <laughs> got it. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah. So he ended up coming back, and uh, like we ended up like since that situation, like we ended up like kicking it off, and, like we just became really cool. Yeah. And um, uh, like soon after that, uh, he told uh cow uh, what his name uh robert tanyan oh yeah to come over and uh tanyan came in and again i don't know who the hell you know robert tanyan is yeah and he like came in he was like yeah i'm robert tanyan yeah i just signed with the packers and all this kind of stuff i'm like oh okay all right uh, so what you want to do for your haircut you yeah. know because at that time it was like i, I think i told you, like I'm, i wasn't really into football like that yeah right so i'm like all right cool you know like great like but what do you want to do yeah <laughs> You know, so he just told me what uh, what kind of haircut he wanted, and he loved it. And I would say between Robert Tynion, uh Alan Lazard, and um, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, I can't even think right now. Sorry. Yeah, Robert Tynion, Alan Lazard, and let me see, Jay Kumro. Yeah, yeah. Between all those guys, they just kept like referring, you know, all the other players over. Yeah. So, well, it was it was pretty cool. So it was just one one by one by one, and then eventually uh, the the Packers just how they how so, you make it official with so them. So how did the Packers end up like? So the Packers ended up calling me. So um, I had created like the first mobile barbershop in, in in the Midwest, like legally. Like I built it out on my own. Like I you know created it, 
and um, it made the news. And then all of a sudden, just one day, I get a I get a call from Mark Murphy. So I'm like, really? Yeah, like it says like Green Bay Packers right on my phone. You're I, took, I, took a, I was like, why the hell is the Green Bay Packers calling me? And um, I was like, uh, hello. He was like. Yeah, this is uh, uh, Mark Murphy from the Green Bay Packers. It's a good I'm Mark Murphy calling. impression yeah, right yeah, there. Know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got the cadence and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, what can I do for you? He was like, yeah, I heard about your, your mobile barbershop. I would like to invite you over to the stadium and cut some of the guys here today. I was like, wait a minute, like right now? I was like, well, I'm kind of busy right now. But I mean, we, I, you know what? Let me just clear my schedule real quick. Yeah. So I ended up uh, clearing my schedule for that day, and I went over to the stadium. Went over there, set up, met up with uh, Gray Rugemer. He used to uh, play for the Packers. And um, uh, he was like, yeah, just park your trailer over here and um, uh, let me know what you need. Uh, I was like, yeah, I just need some power cords. And that's it. Because around that time, I had like uh, clippers that had like cords on them. And now I'm just all cordless now. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just need some power cords. And that's, that's, that's pretty much it. And he was like, all right, yeah, cool. Sound good. So I ended up doing you know what I do best. Just started cutting hair over there. And all of a sudden, this this redhead, you know, tall Caucasian guy yeah. came down to the trailer. <clears throat> just started talking to me. Like I like I like turned around. And I was like, "Yeah, how's it going, man?" I was like, "Are you looking for a haircut?" He was like, "Oh no, I just came down from the office. Uh, you know, just come check out the trailer." I'm like, "All right, cool. Sounds good. Just a trailer with some with a uh, with a station up in in a chair. Like, I don't, it's nothing to it." Yeah. So we just started talking and talking, and um, he just uh, he ended up leaving. He was like, "Yeah, it was a pleasure meeting you," and I was like, "Yeah, you as well." Uh, he was like, "Gave me his card," and like I put it like I angled, I like threw it up on the sink that was up in there. Yeah. All right. Like so, the guy that was in my chair, who was that? Um, uh, what is his name? Uh, we brought him back, but we just cut him. Um, actually, the guy right there in the corner. Right here, I always I can't. Dexter I Williams. Oh, De okay. yes, yeah, so Dexter Williams. Yes, I was cutting this here. Yeah. He was like, "Do you even know who that is?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm just assuming that's a person that work here." He was like, "No, that was Mark Murphy." I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh my god, I'm about to lose my job. <laughs> I'm about to lose my job. <laughs> like I just got over here, you know. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, so like I'm just like. I'm like, what the heck did I just do? You yeah, know, like, yeah. I'm just talking to him like a normal person. You, you know? So you were just, you didn't, it's not like you blew him off. No, you were just I'm just like shooting like, the shit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was, like, I was like, all right, whatever. Like, if I lose this gig, I lose the gig. So I just finished up for the day. And um, I'd say like two weeks later, they called me back over there. And um, uh, like, I, I, I did what I did. And uh, uh, Gray Rugemer came out and he was like, hey, uh, um, uh, Mark Murphy had a surprise for you. I was like, oh, what's that? He was like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring you into the stadium now uh, to cut hair up in here. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Thanks. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now you have your own shop over there, too. Yep. Oh, that's incredible. Oh, folks, excuse the interruption, but I just want to thank some amazing sponsors of the Cast. First of all, Jolly Good Soda. They have been an amazing sponsor with us for years. They're based in Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's a hometown soda. You can get it at your grocery store. And uh, there's, there's a soda for every season, okay? 
cherry soda. That's real nice in the fall. What do you think, Colleen? You know what you should do? We have so much here for the trick-or-treaters that come. You should give them a can of Jolly oh, Good. Oh, I should hand out Jolly yeah. Goods. Man, their parents are going to be so <laughs> pissed at me. I'm going to send them up, the, up a tree with a sugar buzz. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, that's the way you got to ro- rock and roll with it. That stuff's good, You'd be though. the cool house on the block. There's I would. All, like, it's either that. Full cans of Jolly Good. Better than, like, a toothbrush or an apple, you know? Like, the, it was always the bad houses where, like, the people that gave you raisins or an apple or fruit. And mm. the cool ones were, like, king-size candy bars. And then now Jolly Good. You know, that made me think of a whole bit in general. Should we do it this week? Of, of um, Midwest trick-or-treat, maybe. You know, where it's like they come to the door and I've got a big bowl, but it's just like all stuff from my junk drawer, <laughs> you know? That's good. And then I just, here's a combination lock for you. Don't know the combination. It's Get to guessing. You <laughs> it's know? a game. You think that's a sketch? We could do that. All right. Let's do it. We could do that. Anyway, or you could just give them Jolly Good. Well, I'm going to put Jolly Good in it as well. Okay. You know? That's a great idea. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> Anyway, folks, Jolly we soda. Jolly Good Soda, inspiring uh, comedic ideas for years and years and years and years. years. Uh, Colleen, what just popped up on your phone? I've never seen you jump to that phone so quick. To My turn. mom was oh. calling me. Oh, geez. You tell your mom I says hi. Okay. She was there this weekend, too. Yep. And your dad. <laughs> Um, and folks, I would also like to thank Duluth Trading Company. Duluth Trading Company. I'm actually wearing a Duluth Trading Company vest right now. Uh, it's absolutely comfortable and amazing. Same vest I wore losing. Uh, and uh, that's right. Last year with Duluth Trading Company, we did the luge video. I was wearing this vest. I still have nerve damage in my arm because of it. But I signed away my life. And uh, it really doesn't matter if I have nerve damage or not. I'm feeling as comfortable as I can with minor nerve damage in my arm. There you have You're it. Warm. With it's Duluth right. Trading Company. You yep. can get their stuff, DuluthTrading.com. And finally, folks, October is almost over. Uh, and if you go to mandwalkman.com right now, you can get a sick deal on all of our merch. You can get oat merch or whatever merch. We even have these cool Christmas sweaters uh, from last year that we never really promoted. But it was oat Christmas tree and watch out for reindeer. There you got it. You can yeah. get those. And when you get $100 of this made in the USA stuff, uh, we'll, you, you add in a, a oat beanie. A blaze orange oat beanie. That'll be absolutely free. So there you have it, folks. Um, check it out, mantwunkmint.com or go to cripescast.com. Click on the merch section. Uh, Okie dokes. Well, uh, that's it for the ad situation. Now let's get back to the Cripescast. When did you start? Because you have your own line of products as well, oh, don't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. So when did when did you start doing that? You're like the uh, ultimate entrepreneur. You start with one thing and you keep building. I just building. keep going. Yeah. My wife hates it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always doing something. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I actually, before we go, I didn't ask about your wife. Where'd you guys meet? Uh, at the main salon. At, at the salon. Ah, wait, there. was she, uh, she was, working uh, or was she? Yeah, she uh, did reception work for, for the salon at the time. So... So she was doing reception, you were, and it was a workplace romance. Yeah. Nice. Like, like when she first got there, uh, she was like standing behind the desk, and I was, I like went up to her, I was like, why are you standing back here? And she was like, because I can. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. 
Like ever since then, I was like, I like her. <laughs> She's feisty. And then she helped you uh, build your business, oh, or definitely, yeah, yeah. Without her, it's a lot of stuff that I could not do because you know we got two two girls, uh, Nora and Penelope, and um, uh, she, you know, unfor- well, I ain't gonna say unfortunately, but like she gotta, you know, tend to them, take yeah. care of them. So. Yeah. So. That is a full-time gig right there. Definitely dealing with uh, two girls. I got eight sisters, so oh I, wow, yeah. Um, but that that's that's a lot right there. You that's know? a lot of sisters. <laughs> yeah, one sister is a lot, but you, you had seven more. But yeah, dealing with um, um, you, you know, kind of family and building your business, uh, and then building a family at the same time is has that been uh, a uh, What's what's been more stress, raising a family or building a business? Um, so the the family aspect of it, like that was that was all of my wife's for. Like, if it wasn't for her, like she's been like the guru for everything, just trying to like hold everything together. Yeah. You know, because uh, we we got married, you know, the same year. So we got married, had a baby, and opened up a business all in one year. Wow. You know. Wow. So here, you know, like she, you know, had to. Raise our newborn, and I had to raise a business. Yeah, <laughs> so it was it was that was a very stressful time. <laughs> but it uh, clearly was was worth it. I mean, you built an incredible thing. Yeah, um, it it paid off definitely. But you know, um, relationship wise, it didn't because you know uh, without being at home and you know building our our marriage. And our relationship up, you know, that was kind of tough around that time. So, but like I said, like now, now we're in a, a really good space now so that we're starting to work on our, you know, relationship now. Yeah. You know, but I'm glad that we like stuck it out. Yeah. You know. Good for you guys. Yeah. I heard you say in an interview um, that you're a big advocate, or I read it in an interview, that you're a big advocate of counseling. Of who? Of um, a therapist, therapy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I'm I'm really big into that. Um, when did you start doing that? When I noticed that I had mental illness. <laughs> oh yeah. So you know, like it's a, it just all come from you know being uh, raised in Chicago and like all the the challenges that I had to go through there. You know, um, I I had to I ain't gonna say quickly realize, but throughout the years I realized that you know all of that stuff that I dealt with was not normal. Right. So I I had to deal with it in some way. So I just started to seek out to get help, you know, with my, with my mental. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a lot of guys that come in, you know, and I can just tell that something is like on their mind. And, you know, like I tell them, like, listen, you know, I always point to the sign over by the door. If it says, you know, what happens in the barbershop stays in the barbershop. So what do you want to talk about? You know, so guys just come here and just like pour their hearts out. It's like, all right, this is what's going on. If I got an answer for you, I'll answer it for you. You know, but if I don't, hey, go, go. I'll refer them to like who the person I go to or just Mm -hmm. say, hey, just go over to that place and just try to like match up with somebody over there. You know, so ever since then, like since I started like doing that, like I said, you have guys who just come in and just, you know, just talk away. It's it's almost like your best friends in a way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, you're forced to sit together and you're not drinking. Yep. You're not uh, doing anything except sitting here. Obviously, sometimes I'm not even looking at you. I'm yep. just staring at my uh, legs right now. So yep. you got to find conversation or deal with the silence. Exactly. 
Yeah. So some guys come in with some heavy stuff on their shoulders, you yeah. know, and I'm glad that I can, you know, be a person that they feel comfortable with, you know, coming to talk to. Now, by all means, I'm not a therapist, but like I said, if I have an answer for you, I give it to you. Yeah. So that's a, that's I love a, that I can do that. That's a unique relationship between yeah. uh, the barber and the person getting their hair cut. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like it's it's a weird thing just for guys in general because like we don't want to be like we we don't want to get looked at as like real weak because we're going to get a service done like that mm -hmm. you know so like them to come in here and do that is like it's, it's almost like it, it works out because they're not coming here thinking about like all right well crap i gotta go to another therapy session you know they right. come here it's like man hand about to get me fresh yeah let's like let's have a a, a a deep conversation real quick you know whatever and uh, like they usually nine times out of ten they leave happy you know so yeah that's what i like so not only do i make them feel good about their haircut i make them feel good like uh, emotionally before they leave up out of here so yeah uh, i like i like helping people like that that's cool that's a really cool uh cool thing i mean is that kind of you think what builds some of your passion for what you do is that connection that you can build with someone in oh it? yeah definitely yeah and like another cool thing about that is that you know not only when i do stuff like that um you know i'm, I'm building like that brotherhood you know with yeah. them so like not just in the barbershop like when i see them out in the way you know like they like happy to see my like, hey hand what's going on you know it's like i get to interact with them with their families and all that kind of stuff like if I need like some uh, like a, a service done outside of here that I know that they offer, now I try to say like they'll do it for free. You right. Know? It's like, man, like you help me in so many ways. Like no, I'm doing this for you. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that is one of those. Um, you know, you look at like a lot of different jobs, kind of like go the way of automation, and with COVID, we kind of lose that human to human interaction but mm -hmm. there are a few like of those staples uh that like maintain it and this is one of them and that's definitely it's a really cool perspective definitely um honestly like when we when we went through like that whole covid situation like i i just recently recovered from all that mentally you know that was like that that broke me down so much man what that what that know, do to you yeah what it do to me like I wasn't, I wasn't me anymore, you know? Like, you know, just hearing the words like, you are non-essential, you know? Uh, that was like, that, that that crushed me, you know? Because like, you have not only myself, but you got like everybody else that uh, that's, that's in the entrepreneurial world that, that build their business up, you know? And like, they're, they're thriving, they're doing good. And all of a sudden, oh yeah, by the way, you're non-essential, so I'll close down. Mm, you know, yeah. I'm like, what the, what the hell? Who's <laughs> deciding what's essential? It crushed me. You know, like I, I didn't, I did not care about cutting hair for a long time, for at least a year and a half after that. You really? know, like I just did not care. You know, I'm like, all right, well, what can I be doing now so that I can have a quote unquote essential job? So just in case we do have like another pandemic or we got to shut down again, I can have a business that is essential so that I'm not forced to shut down. Wow. You know, so is that what inspired the line of products? Yeah, so my, my product business actually did really well around that time because the that's that's considered essential. Like that's 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 care for your body. You know, like you got like the, the shampoos, the, the conditioners, the hair product, and all that kind of stuff. You know, so the, that that was considered uh, essential. So I can still ship stuff out. We'd have to put some labels on there, say like, oh, this came from a COVID-free facility yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But 
We did good, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it slowed down since then, uh, uh, since the pandemic, because a lot of online places, like, they, they thrived around that time because, obviously, we had to order a lot of stuff online. So Yeah, right. Yeah, so we did good around that time. But even even with that, like, I, I, I didn't even want to really do that, you know, because I was still just crushed from, you know, having to close down my barbershop, so. Is that when you started the uh, therapy part of it? Um, so um, I started therapy before that. I really got more into it after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I, I knew I had a problem. I was like, like my, my wife pointed out, she was like, you just, you are not you. Like, mm. who are you? <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't even know who I am right now. Yeah. So I don't, I don't got an answer for you. So but yeah. yeah, it helped me out a lot. Is um, uh, like, is it just therapy or do you do meditation or anything like that or what? I would what? love to learn how to do meditation one day. I do not know how to do it, you know, but that, that's one thing that I do want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you, I'll text you. I got, uh, I got this one that I do before uh, I go on stage kind of. Okay. And uh, it's, um, it's like a breathing thing almost. Uh, it's Wim Hof is the guy, but it, it like uh, I don't know. I, it helps with anxiety, but I do it before I go on stage. Oh, I definitely need that then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you like that. it. It's a little pick me up in the middle of the day or whatever too. Okay. I also do like this. Uh, I've been doing this. Uh, it sounds like kind of hippie, but the transcendental meditation stuff, which is basically, uh, I don't, you kind of have to do this little course or whatever. But it, that's also pretty helpful. Okay. Again, for like a lot of the, the anxiety stuff I have with just the stage stuff, but yeah. maybe it'll help. I'll send you a text or whatever with it. Yeah, I'm what, down. Where do you, uh, when people like you feel like they need help or maybe someone listening to the podcast, where do you recommend uh, they go uh, look for it? Um, honestly, like they can just, uh, like if they have like a, like a primary doctor, you know, you start with them. Yep. And then they can like refer you to a place. Yep. Um, uh, because like most most places, like you got to give referral to now. Yeah. You just and, can't walk into a place and say, oh, I need counseling. Well, right. It's not happening. <laughs> right. It's kind of tough to find it sometimes. So for people who don't know how to do it, that's a good place to start the primary uh, care. Yep. There's also some online things too, where you may not need that yep. that referral, but I think it might cost a little more. But yeah, online stuff definitely costs a lot. So like my my uh, business is all covered up under my insurance. Uh, like although I'm self uh, self employed, but I did go through the marketplace to get my self insurance and my wife and kids, and um, that's just one thing that's that's covered up under there. So I believe each session is like twenty dollars. Oh, know, that's versus great. Versus paying like two hundred dollars every section. Yeah. Session. Yeah, that gives you a lot more time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. well, that's great, man. And uh, what's the uh, what's the? You hear any uh, stories when you're cutting the Packers' hair? You, you get you get any uh, insight um, from them or any cool stories? Well, I get a lot of cool stories. You probably can't say them over a whole podcast. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I saw that uh, you got a um, some of them leave you jerseys and stuff though. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I saw that AJ Dillon uh, gave you a jersey that's the only one signed on the front. Yep. Is that the deal? Yep. So um, he AJ was uh, like explaining to me. He was saying that uh, college jerseys versus you know uh, 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 professional jerseys, NFL jerseys is a little bit different when it comes to signing. So. He said in college, like they signed the front of it. In the field, they obviously signed the back of it. So he was just in like routine, cause like he was like still fresh in Green Bay. 
He's like, hey, bro, here goes Jersey. I'm like, you know, I appreciate it. He was like, yeah, let me sign it for you. So he signed a friend. Like, I didn't even, you know, think anything of it. I'm like, all right, well, I guess they signed it anywhere. Yeah. You know, so uh, who was that? Uh, uh, the, the quarterback that we used to have here, um, Tim Boyle. Uh -huh. So Tim Boyle actually was the one that, that like pointed it out. He was like, he was like, so AJ didn't sign the jersey. I was like, yeah, he signed the jersey. He just signed the front of. He was like, why would he sign the front of the jersey? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. He was like, yeah, he's supposed to sign the back of the jersey. I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty dope. I might actually keep it like that. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah, so that's how I got the the only signed you know jersey that's in the in the front. That's cool. Yeah, actually, that's where we met at uh, AJ's wedding. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And yeah. he's he's big into uh, card collecting and all yes, that sort he of is. stuff. He he probably so he he didn't know what he was um, or he made a mistake and that's why why you you have it basically. He signed the wrong side on yep. accident. Yep. He didn't yep. do that on purpose. That's cool. That's yeah. probably gonna be worth a lot of money. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'll never sell it, but yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's nice to have the one of a kind. Mm-hmm. You get any other stuff like that? Well, I, I hinted something to uh, uh, Lafleur. I was like, what, what, "What? Like, what do you think about me getting a jersey made with your name on the back and yeah. have like your college number on the jersey? Would you sign it?" He was like, "So you want to get a, a jersey of mine made, huh?" He was like, "Hmm, okay, I'll think on it." I was like, "All right." I think that was no, but um, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> like it is what it is. I was like, I'd be the only the only person in the world with a with a you know Lafleur Green Bay Packers jersey. That that's cool. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yeah, I mean, what, who's gonna make it? Have you looked into this? Oh, just uh, the, the the stadium. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Get it done over there. That'd be really sweet. Yeah, I just don't want to get it made and be like, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to sign it. <laughs> I'm not saying he'd do it. Uh, he wouldn't do it. I think he would. I gotta say the hair is looking pretty good. I don't oh, think I've ever. Uh... I'm always nervous around the floor, like even still to this day. Really, you get nervous around them every single time. Really? Yep. How many times have you cut his hair? Um, I've been cutting his hair for what, almost two years now. And you yeah. still get nervous I around them, huh? Nervous. I get nervous because, um, not like the players, you know, because the players got helmets on, you know, oh, like, yeah. so everybody can always see his hair. So I'm like, man, uh, please, God, don't mess up today, you know? Like, you just, you, you have all these women just, like, obsess over him. I know. You know, so I'm like, you know what? I can't mess up his hair. Everybody know I cut his hair. If I give him one bad haircut, my career is over. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't want that to happen, so. I'm always hard on myself about that. Are you nervous cutting my hair? No. Oh, okay. Well, I see how, I see how it is. That might be the funniest line in the whole podcast. All these people are going to see it. My career could be over. And then I'm like, are you nervous cutting my hair? And you're like, no, no one's going to see that. Oh, well, I'm hoping. Um, That's funny. I don't know. It's like. It, this is going to be like a uh, like a huge change for you, you know, especially like for your image, uh, because like, again, like everybody just so used to seeing like crazy hair up on you, so yeah, you're like, what the preppy is going on here? You know? Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, know. is that what I'm going? Actually, I, I I've never had this uh, look at all. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, so, this looks cool. So what what is this called here? No, I just did a taper fade. Taper fade? With a, with a comb over. I'm looking like a proper gentleman now for yeah. the first time in a long time. Yeah. 
Wow. So what's, what's, what's nice about this haircut is that um, it's, it's kind of universal. So yeah. you can have this clean look how I have it right now. Yeah. Otherwise, like you can you can go. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Messy with it. You yeah. Know, you can come back down with it, swoop it over like that. Like you can, you know, do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah. I figured you're just going to fuck it up when I got down. That's exactly it. what um, I'm going to do. That's kind of <laughs> like what I do is yeah. I go like that. Like yeah. exactly that. That's what I'm saying. Like you can you can pull it off. But Sweet. It's nice and clean on the, on the, on the wow. sides. but. Do whatever you want on the, on the top. That's so, cool, man. So this would have been perfect for AJ's uh, wedding because you would have, you know. I know, nice. wouldn't have looked like a schmuck. Yeah. I don't think I got a haircut for that, did I? No. It was looking a no, little rough. It was, it was, did you notice that? Uh, Are you, yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. obviously you noticed mm -hmm. that. Yep. Well. As soon as I seen you, I was like, because like, your, your head was turned the other way. So I was like, that's Charlie. <laughs> and like, as soon as you turned around, I was like, yep, that's fucking Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was and I snuck up on you. I was like, what you doing? I, like, I, yeah, yeah <laughs> I remember that. I was a little, I had a couple drinks at Definitely. that point. Well, uh, the owner of uh, 335 had us a little tipsy there, so. What's that? The owner of 335. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was giving us, uh, what was it? Some moonshiny man. Yeah, it was so good. Jeez. Snuck up on you real fast. Yeah, man. it did. Oh, you even got a shave here? That's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm just cleaning it up just a little bit. So you know skin stuff too, right? Yeah. What should I be doing for my skin? Um, get a facial. <laughs> you think I need a facial? Uh, yeah. Yeah, why? <laughs> what are you seeing there? Well, I can't, you know, legally say what you need done because oh, really? my license only cover, you know, basic stuff. But okay, got like, it. So like my wife, like uh, that's what she does for a living. She uh, an uh, esthetician, so oh, she wow. does facials and makeup and you know, eyelashes and all that kind of stuff. So. She can give you a proper, you know, skin analysis. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, cool. Here you go. All right. Taking off? Mm -hmm. All right, we'll see ya. Yeah. yeah, she can give you a proper skin analysis. That'd be cool. Yeah. Probably be tough for me to interview her while I'm getting a facial because I'd have to talk the whole time. Yeah, that would actually be kind of funny. <laughs> that would be funny. She's screwing up the facial. like, Charlie, stop talking. Screwing up the facial. Stop talking now to you. Oh, your face? Yeah. You ever cut anybody? Uh, back in my early days. So when I first started to learn how to, you know, deal with razors, oh man, I had this one. I call him like the test dummy because that's exactly what he was. Um, he would come in once a week to get a shave just so I can, you know, learn how to, you know, straight razor shave. And I would cut him every single week. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was bad. But he just kept coming in. And I just buy one. Did you know cut discount? Oh, I just did it for free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't want to charge somebody I just cut up. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's the definition of a clean cut. Uh, uh, let's see. That's looking good. I'm just, hopefully you can follow this line because it just looks better where I put it at for you. Does it? Did I have my line too low? Uh, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna say that. Like, it, it was okay. Okay. It was just, well, you just said that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was just, it's just, it looked cleaner this way. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now you look like Avery. <laughs> uh, hey, you, you're a nice looking guy, don't worry. <laughs> I'm married, though. <laughs> what inspired the cowboy hat? Want the real story or the fake story? The real one. All right, here we go. All right, so. When I, you know, got out of, you know, all the the bad part of my life, mm -hmm. um, 
I figured that I need to like reinvent myself. Mm. So like just one day I walk into this this hat store that was on Broadway in Green Bay. It's, it's not there anymore, but walked in, I was just like browsing around. I was like, you know what, I think I'm gonna buy a hat today. So I just like tried on all these hats. And this is actually my first hat that I bought. Really? Yeah, that's this like so my logo is from this hat. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love I love this hat. I, I like really wear it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I walked up in there, you know, I put this hat on and I was like, I love this. So I, I like put a Facebook post up and I was like, all right, what everybody think about the hat? And like, I got like so much, you know, like positive reviews up on it. Like, you know what, I'm gonna buy the hat. So I bought the hat. Not gonna lie, like the first year it was like kind of weird. I'm like, okay, you got this freaking black guy in the cowboy hat, you know, walking around, you know? <laughs> yeah. so, and like, I, and I definitely got those kind of reviews. Like, and I, I would like walk downtown, like go to stirrups or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, who the fuck this cowboy is? Look at this mm -hmm. black cowboy. That's all you hear. And I always say you hear like, uh, oh, uh, here come, uh, what's that, uh, that uh, what is his name? That famous country singer Darius Rucker oh my lord I hear that so much the Darius like, Rucker come Darius Rucker oh. I was like here we go oh yeah yeah he yeah he's like sing the wagon wheel song I'm like no <laughs> not <laughs> <happening."> <laughs> and then when Lil Nas X came out that was just a whole nother story yeah it's like hey it's Lil Nas X I'm like yeah, yeah okay I, I love his music but no I'm not him yeah but yeah um so that's how I ended up getting into you know uh wearing my cowboy hat, and then um, around the time uh, myself and my wife got married, uh, we went over to Nashville uh, for our uh, honeymoon. Well, we, we were gonna say baby moon because uh, she was uh, still pregnant around that time. And uh, that was when I first bought my first pair of boots. Um, and oh man, like I, I actually, I still wear those boots almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love them. But, yeah, like I said, it was, it was a it was a weird transition at first, you know, because I went from wearing saggy clothes and showing my boxers and long uh, shirts and all that kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden I'm I'm wearing uh, cowboy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I loved every second of it. You just need something else. Mm-hmm. So I had to, uh, like I said, I had to recreate myself. So it, it it played well, you know, with me, you know, starting my brand because I'm like, okay. I was in a mentality around that time, like, okay, I need, I need to uh, re, re, recreate myself, you know, because like most people know me as the, the drug dealer in Green Bay or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me just try something new. So I, I, I put it on, tried it new, and you know, I just, I just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, like my dad, like so, like my dad lived in racing Wisconsin. So I, I, I really don't talk or see him that much. <clears throat> So he he seen me in, in 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 the hat. He was like, "Oh, that's kind of funny that you that, that that you're wearing cowboy hats now." I was like, "Why you say that?" He was like, "Because my whole side of the family all cowboys." Really? <laughs> Don't know anybody really on my dad's side of the family that he's talking about. And like he was like uh, telling me names, and so I'm like looking them up on Facebook, and I'm like, "Oh, sure, shit, like they all freaking cowboys." <laughs> where where are they? Uh, they all in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh really? Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, that is that was pretty dope. So he was like, yeah, that was just ironic that you wear cowboy hats. That's what I'm family. So yeah, you got it. So I, I guess it was in me. You ever gonna go down there and uh, no, no, not don't, a chance. Don't. <laughs> no, 
I, I stay away. Yeah. Yeah, the furthest I'm going is uh, Miami. It's like my second home. I love Miami. So oh, yeah? You I go to Miami a lot? I love Miami. I'm actually leaving in December, so. How, how long yeah. are you going to be down there for? Just for the weekend. Okay, got yeah, it. You know what the Packers, I can't leave that long. Oh, yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, that's kind of prime time. Uh-huh. Actually, I would be there the same week that they play Miami. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, nice. Are you cutting hair? Do you go on the road to cut hair? No, 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 no. So I go just over there to, to cut hair. So um, I do have clients in Miami now. Do you? Yeah. yeah. So you just, how, how do you get a client in Miami? They see on social media? Yeah, or just, so just social media. Like all you gotta do is put the hashtags up on there. And, you know, like some stuff, some of my stuff pop up over there and some people hit me up, so. Where can uh, people find you for those? Over in Boca Raton. In Boca Raton? Yeah. You got like a shop over there that you yeah, I got a good friend over there. Uh, she got a, a place called a Bad Chick Studio. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, damn, I got to go to a place called Bad Chick Studio. <laughs> <a> bad Chick. <laughs> you know? But yeah, like it was actually one of my childhood friends, his, uh, his older sister. So, oh, no yeah, kidding. So she does hair as well for, for celebrities. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. So where do you want to take it? Where have you taken it everywhere you want to go, or do you have more uh, more on the horizon? Some different, yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest, like this is this the last for me. Uh, this is the last location that I that I'll ever do. Yeah. I just want to get more into just real estate now. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm I'm content over here. Like I love it over here. It's enough space. It's not we we're not like you know crawling over each other just like our last location. So I don't know, we all love it over here. So. That's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And still doing the entrepreneur thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just going to a different direction. Yeah. Not saying that I'm going to stop cutting hair because that'll never happen. Like you can't take that from me. Yeah. Um, but just like I said, just moving and and investing my money and uh, elsewhere. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Diversify it. Definitely. Cool. What should I put in this hair? Um, it, it all depends on like what kind of look that you're going for. So, like you just go, woke up is my typical look. Uh, I put like, then this would be like so since you like like the wild look. So this is mm -hmm. a fiber cream. Okay, fiber um, for those who like the wild look. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a. I don't know, just a cream, so it's like you can mess with it throughout the day. So like versus like um, like a pomade, you know, like this is just gonna give you like a, a really strong hold up in there. So wherever mm -hmm. you put it at, it's gonna dry right there. Got know? it. So, yeah, yeah, that's. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I think that you need more of a cream up in there, so you yeah, can like mess with it. So. That's it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of room for mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I have a lot of different techniques of blow drying hair. <laughs> yeah. Don't want your hair to lay nice. I know you're gonna mess it up anyway, so. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta... no, I mean, I appreciate the care to uh, the craft here. And oh. you know what? I'm not gonna mess it up right away. I'm gonna see how long I can take it without <laughs> messing it up. Just make a video. <laughs> yeah. It's but... like, oh yeah, hand can is time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> proof right there. Oh man. Actually, your, video, your videographer want a haircut right after you. Oh yeah, Dante's got one? Yeah. Nice. Gonna clean him up. Oh, sweet. Look at that. I told him exactly what he wanted before he even said anything. It's all about that analysis, man. All right, that is looking good. Sweet. Wow. Look at that line. I know. 
Yeah, I'm going to Lambo right after this. I'm doing a show over there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I am just texturizing it right now. Nice. Yes, you got some thick hair. Yeah, one of my uh, better qualities. The amount of hair on my head, not the amount of stuff in it. At least you. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can't you, win them all, you know. At least you got hair. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You know how it feels being the ball barber? Yeah. Well, do you wish you had hair? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Some people like the bald life. That I, I guess it's not me. <laughs> I mean, although if you had hair, you probably wouldn't be rocking the cowboy hat. So That's you know. True. That's true. You get some. You lose some. You lose some. Let's see. Yeah, there we go. I like that better. Sorry, I talk to myself sometimes. No, I, that's actually uh, the sign of uh, genius is talking to yourself. Oh, really? I thought I was slow all these years. Nope, no, genius. <laughs> see, I've been trying to talk to myself. Avery, don't be laughing. <laughs> 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 Do you think I can grow my hair really long? Definitely. Yeah? Do you think it would look good? or Because I've tr done it before and it just it's a mess. I think you look like Jesus, but hey, yeah. that's what you're going for. Yeah. Know. That's not really the in style right now, though. I mean, you kind of do look like Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Midwest Jesus. Yeah, Cheaper stripes. Yep. I can walk on water, but only between the months of January and March <laughs> when I go ice fishing. Oh, man. Oh, you go ice fishing? Yeah, do you? No. You ever been? No. I never got invited. Well, you want to go? Let's go. All right. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. do some... I, I've invited a uh, fair amount of people ice fishing. Not many have taken me up, so... All right. We'll do it. As soon as there's ice on the lake. With yeah. climate change, it'll be uh, probably... Like mo yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll go. There's a lot of good places here. You can get some really uh, big walleyes right off, right on the uh, Bay of Green Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I live in Ocano, so they know I'm for fishing over there, so. Ocano? Well, yeah. you can make the drive. Yeah, yeah. They're good eaters. Do you like eating fish? Yeah, I love fish. Uh, I'm, good at, I, I'm good at cleaning fish, and it's the only thing I'm good at uh, cooking, too. So I'm not touching no worms, and I'm not touching no fish? No. That's a white person's I, case. No. I'm, I'm gonna let you do that. I, uh, oh, hey, okay. that, right. you know what? <laughs> Consider it done. I'm good at that. I can I can do the whole thing. All you gotta do is catch them. I'm not catching nothing. No, -uh, what? No, I, I get it on the line. The whole you can yeah, touch yeah, yeah, it. yeah. No, <laughs> you get it on the line exactly. You bring it up. Oh, okay. That's the whole fun part of yeah, it. Yeah, we can do that. But I'm yeah. not touching no fish. Uh -uh. I think you're gonna see a fish and you're gonna be like, all right, let me touch it. Dude, I'm gonna run like a girl. I'm trying to tell really? you. Really? Oh, you go hear a girl that day. No, really? Nope. No. You got a fish phobia, huh? Uh, I do. I do. I don't like the, the sliminess of it. Well, it makes my skin crawl. What was the last fish you touched? Um, I don't know what to do. I don't know. It, I was fishing in Okano and I got something. It was oh, like really? this big. I swear. So this small little whatever it was. Had me just like I'm thinking like it's like a huge fish like yeah. I'm bringing in all of a sudden it came out of the water I'm like bluegill that's a bluegill classic was. bluegill right there they fight like a bass oh man or maybe it was a small bass those things fight that like sounds hell. more familiar what it look like like green and yellow or something. oh perch okay you got a perch 
Oh, those are good eaters. This. You throw it back? Yeah, I just threw it back up in there. Uh, the I guy I was with, he said it wasn't um, big enough. Not a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first fish, and I felt excited about it. That is exciting. When did you catch it? Uh, was it was like middle of summer. Oh, really? Oh, you just, who'd you go fishing with? Uh, one of my buddies over in the Ocano, his name is Bryce Hurley. Oh, He's wow. actually building my bar for here. He what? He's building my bar right oh, now cool. for this place. Yeah. Wait, your bar at your house? No, I'm building it. No, it's here. Yeah, it's getting installed. That's what that's what all the TVs are for. It's, it's going right here, right behind. Oh, you. so you can yeah have a beer. You got that beer right bar? Oh, you got beers here. Oh, oh shit. geez, Louise, now I know. You know? <laughs> His eyes just like lit wow, up. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, now you tell me. That's cool, so you got a bar. You're sure. never going to be able to kick people out of here. Uh, I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't sell it anything. I just give it away. Oh, know? that's awesome. Yeah, we don't sell nothing here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a whole other issue there. Uh-huh. I don't want no problem. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, so wow. that's pretty much it. I mean. Oh, wow. Look at, oh, you can see the mole for the first time ever. Yeah. Holy smokes. It's not bad. Wow. You could actually get that removed. Really? Yeah, it takes like not even two seconds. Oh, maybe I should do yeah. that. Yeah, my wife got it done. I don't think, I don't think that mole's ever seen sun. Wow, you got it, me, you got me back up there. It don't look like it has. Wow. How about it? This is sweet. We gotta yeah. do a selfie with it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh? No, I want a picture of that. I should just like go over here. Yeah, there we go. Ah, there we go. Nice. Sweet. That's great. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. What's that? That's a straight a razor. Yeah. I'm gonna assume you never had this part done. Nope, never. I've never had most of this stuff done. Oh. Yeah. Well, just know I know how to do everything, so uh, I don't always go short. I can do pretty much any haircut, so uh, I just wanted to have a, uh, a huge change. Yeah. So. Well, that is exactly what happened. You think people recognize me still? Yep. He was like, I know where he went. He went to Matt LaFleur's barber. <laughs> <laughs> the new Matt LaFleur. No. That's exactly what I'm gonna have to say when I go on stage. I'll make sure I get it a little bit messy. Sweet, man. The big reveal. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Oh. Colleen's gonna be so happy. <laughs> Colleen's producer of the podcast and Zaz telling me I need to clean up my act. Now I look like such a schmuck. Well, hopefully this is a new look for you. Yeah. And by the way, my, I don't take this long with haircuts. <laughs> well, we're we're going the extra mile. We have to get a whole story in there, you know? Yeah. People get that. They get that. What's your average haircut time? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. I can get it done in uh, 10. You so. can do it in 10? 10. Wow. Well, thanks for dragging it out, man. It was no, so much fun did. talking to you. <laughs> yeah. That was a long haircut. Yeah. Let me uh, get some alcohol back here. All right, there you go. Wow. Thanks, dude. No problem. That was bro. awesome. Fun yeah. talking to you. Yeah, you too. 
All right, well, that's it for this week's episode of the Cripes Cast, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow at Handcam Barbershop on Instagram. Uh, that's Hansel's Barbershop, at Han, H-A-N, Can, C-A-N, and then Barbershop. And if you need uh, your ears lowered, head on over to handcanbarber.com. Head on over there. I'm sure you can book a haircut or whatnot. And uh, they got several barbers over there that you can go get uh, get your stuff done. And I can't recommend it enough. Honestly, again, best haircut I've ever had. So Best case scenario, you look like a Green Bay Packer. Worst case scenario, you look like Charlie. Wow. Wow, Colleen. That's really a nice thing to say about your boss. Worst case scenario. Well, it's, <laughs> your haircut still looks great, though. Like, worst oh, case scenario. I see what you're saying. I'm just not looking as good as a Green Bay Packer. I mean... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> Colleen we'll Maraca, ladies out. and gentlemen. <laughs> Colleen Maraca, the executive producer of the Cripes cast. Give her a follow at Colleen Murr on Instagram. I don't know how many R's are used. And you can follow the Cripes cast at Cripes cast uh, on all the socials. We got Patreon, patreon.com slash Charlie Barons. Everybody keep her moving. Watch out for deer and tell your folks. I says hi. Okay, bye-bye. So roll out the barrel and get the band brewing. Life's got you down. Just keep her moving. It's on Wisconsin. The Badgers say it's the old Wisconsin Jubilee. You know, sometimes when you're ice fishing, you put your foot in the walleye hole and go ass over tea kettle and you think you're done. No, you got to keep her moving. <laughs>